what is it all about anyway? When you get up in the morning, you don't realize it, but your heart, mind, your life is searching for meaning. One of the first things you'll think about is, what day is it? What do I have to do today? It might be a problem you went to bed with the night before, you know, that you realize this thing is looming. I've got to take action. I need help. I need wisdom. It might be simply, I've got this long list, but your your life immediately is trying to find its footing because we were made creatures of purpose. And everyone, even though we hide it from ourselves, everyone is asking that question. What is life really all about anyway? Why am I here? Why, why am I breathing? Why is life so hard? Why are the, all of these things happening to us and or to me? And the truth of the matter is that God has revealed himself. In fact, it's incredible what he has put in front of us to answer all of the questions. But we can't see it. It's like, in fact, if you talk to most people, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll realize it's right there in front of them, but they can't see it. It would be like being in a garden with vegetables and fruit and it's all around you and you're still wondering where your next meal is coming from. It's right in front of you. There it is. Um, we can't see the forest for the trees. And so, I'm going to help us today answer a huge question. I've been mentioning it for a long time, but I'm going to hit it a little harder today. I've been in a series that just ended last week, or at least I thought so, and the series was called Purpose Driven Family or Purpose Driven People. I changed my title sometimes halfway through the series. And so the... The first week was purpose-driven childhood. The second week was purpose-driven youth. The third week was purpose-driven grown-up. The fourth week, last week, was purpose-driven marriage. And so this week, we were sitting around the table, and Johnny said to me, Hey, Dad, what's the sermon title this week? Purpose-driven cousin? (laughs) You know, like... Where, where are you going from here? You know, what's the purpose-driven dog? I mean, she had all these. And so I was, all right, okay. You don't know, you don't know what abuse I take at home. You just don't realize what happens in my <laughs> And, uh, they're always asking me, what's the sermon going to be? And I, I always respond the same. It's Jesus in the Bible. Okay. So, uh, so I thought, no, I said, I finished this series. And then I realized as I was further preparing that I, in fact, was not finishing the series. In fact, a good title for today's message would be Purpose Driven God. See, if we could grasp what he's up to, what his heart is about, what his mind is thinking, if we could grasp the direction and powerful movement of God, what he's moving toward, that might start answering some questions. 
about what's going on in our life and in the world and what the creation and and this drama happening on the planet that has a beginning and an end is all about. We, we might be able to answer some questions. If we go back and answer this one question, what is God's purpose? Now you say, wait just a minute. God was not created like he has a beginning and an end. So why was he created? You know, what was his purpose? No, we're not, we're not, what we're saying is that the God of everything has incredible purpose. And his purpose, I believe, from my short little stint on the planet, from study and what I see, and I think is extremely obvious, at least it is to me now, because I've been searching for these things all of my life, down to one phrase, I would say, God reveals himself. What is he doing? He's revealing who he is. What's he up to? God is revealing himself. That's what he does. That's his purpose. He's intent on it. He's focused on it. It is his total focus to reveal himself. When Lucifer rebelled, God was revealing himself. Lucifer did not yet know God or he would not have rebelled against him. When he created man, he created him in his own image. He was revealing who he was. When Jesus came, he was, the Bible says, the exact representation of God the Father. Jesus came to reveal who God was. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. That's why he came, a major reason for his coming. In fact, if you understand the impact of it, it's the whole reason why he came. The cross, the resurrection, Pentecost, what's happening now in this church age is all about God revealing who he is. I'm going to read a scripture to you, and I'm going to read it fast because it's a whole chapter. I don't usually do this kind of thing. In fact, I'm going to choose probably one of the hardest places in the Bible to read a chapter fast, and it's going to be Ephesians chapter 3. Now, here's what I want you to listen for, though. See, Paul, when he writes, he writes, he'll write three words, and you'll spend three days meditating on three words. I mean, this guy was so powerful in his, in his writing and Holy Spirit anointed writing to the churches. And so there's such wealth here, and there's so much I will want to stop and say. And so I'm not going to, except maybe once or twice, to, for you to get the point of why I'm reading the whole chapter. But here's what I want you to look for. Look for this concept that in the Old Testament, and when time began and up until a certain point, life was a mystery. God was a mystery. The purpose of God was a mystery. But something happened with Christ's coming and what was given to the people of God when he came. Where now there is no more mystery there, and it's not just in Ephesians. If I had time, I would show you the same thing in Colossians and in other parts of the Bible where it very boldly says there's the mystery is over. He's, he has revealed himself. He's here. And so, uh, and then at the end, these last few verses that you will recognize probably if you've been reading the Bible very long, it basically tells you 
how and why and where it lands. How do we really receive this revelation of God? So I've said all that. Now let's read it. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for you Gentiles, Gentiles are everybody but the Jews. Now God is going not only to the Jews, but to the whole world. If indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you, how that by revelation revealed, he made known to me revealed the mystery. As I have briefly written already, that's another letter we don't even know about, by which when you read or you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel, of which I became a minister according to the gift of grace given to me by the effective working of his power. To me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches, things that that are you can hardly search for. They're unsearchable, and yet there they are for us to discover and to make all see, to make all see, to reveal to everybody what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God, who created all things through Jesus Christ to the intent that now the manifold wisdom, every every time you see the phrase wisdom of God in the New Testament, think understanding God, uh, who he is and what what he's doing. The wisdom of God might be made known, revealed by the church to the principalities and powers. There's a thought. I've preached on it before and will again, but not today, in the heavenly places. According to the eternal Purpose, thank you, Morgan. Purpose, which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Therefore, I ask that you do not lose heart in my tribulations, at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this reason, and here we go, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, and that he would grant you, here we go. Here's how you're going to receive the revelation of who he is. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Take that one phrase home and meditate on it for a month or so. To be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend you may it may be revealed to you with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ there's God there's God revealing himself to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. How much of himself does he want you to know? His fullness. Nothing held back. Now to him who is able to exceed exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask for, according to the power that works in us, in us, 
To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. God has revealed himself. God is revealing himself to you. First Corinthians, do a little Bible study here. First Corinthians 2, 7 through 12. But we speak the wisdom of God, understanding God, who he is and what he's doing. In a mystery, the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, and here is a quotation from the Old Testament where the mystery existed. I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. In other words, you can't see it. But, that was a quote from the Old Testament. But God has, what does it say? Revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. See, Paul is making a huge point here. You couldn't know it back there, but you know it today. The spirit of God who is in you is the same spirit of God who is in God. The same spirit in you, Holy Spirit, is the spirit of God, not just some entity floating out in space. This is God himself, His the spirit of God. The spirit of God is in you. So the spirit of God who knows the very deep things of God is in you. So you can know him, not just know about him. Can I ask you a question? If I were to spend even days with you, but let's say I spent a day, you've never met me before, and I tell you everything there is to know about me, will you know? If I were to write a book and be as detailed as I could, about who I was and every all everything about my life that I could put in the book. Would you really know me? You would think you would know me. You would read that book and say, man, I'm so, so I, well, I feel like I know him. But would you know me? No, you would not. I mean, Carol's been married to me for 38 years and she's still trying to figure out who I am. God is not, listen, he is on the pages. And his word is alive and living. It's not about the page itself. It's about the person. And he wants you to know him so intently that he's taken his own spirit, put him inside. He wants you to know him. He is revealing himself to you. God reveals himself 
in you. Here's a, these scriptures are tucked away. We don't memorize them. Galatians 1, 15 and 16. Galatians 1, 15 and 16. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb, Paul had a certain sense of understanding his destiny and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me. To reveal his son in me. To reveal Christ in me. Not just to me. Not just revealing Christ to me to show me who Christ is, but revealing Christ himself in me. That's what he's after. He's revealing himself in you. I'm going to put that together with the next. God reveals you to you. Uh, This will explain a lot. Philippians 3, 14 and 15. Paul said, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I'm pressing toward this revelation of God. I'm pressing toward knowing him. I'm pressing by knowing Christ. He's given me Christ. So I'm pressing toward him. Therefore, let us, as many are, as are mature, that would be grown-ups, you were here for that message, have this mind. What mind? The mind that he just said, to press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. That in Christ, I'm going to discover who God is. And that is the prize. The prize is not something else because of that. The prize is this upward call that's in Christ. Okay. And then he said, so have this mind. And then he said, and if any, if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. That little phrase describes a lot of your day. God will reveal even this to you. If your mind's not in the right place, God has a way of making an adjustment. He at least gives you the opportunity. Did you know that he's all about, he is in the detail of your life. Did you know that? I mean, he is massively, listen, God is like, he is focused on the details of our life. And he is in there looking for the opportunity to reveal himself to you. This explains a lot. Remember, uh, last week we baptized Sarah and, um, she gave the testimony that she'd gone to church until she was two and then her parents were divorced. So she has not been back in church and, and she's gone through life with facing a lot of struggles and really, uh, struggling through some, some serious issues. And a few weeks ago, she's, Writing, I think she's paying her bills or something on a Sunday afternoon and she has the television on and Joel Osteen comes on and he says something that identifies her need and she listens and it hits her in the moment. I know what I'm missing. She described this to me. I'm missing my faith. And she was so overwhelmed with the thought that she went online 
Thank God we're online. See? And she went online and she found us and came to church. As she walked through the door, never having been here, service is about to begin. And as she's walking in, Lynn and Sue Generoso, a couple in our church, Lynn was just ordained an elder. And they're walking by the front door. Sarah comes in the door and they see each other and they both say, what are you doing here? What a moment. Lynn had sold her house. Sarah had worked with Sue for years. And they hadn't seen each other in a few years. They had prayed for this couple. And God arranged a moment as she came to the door and she shared why she was here. I'm seeking. I'm searching. I'm in need. And Lynn said, let's pray right now and led her to Christ at the back door before she even got the front door before she even got into her seat. And she sat down and then opened the bulletin and saw that she could be baptized and signed up for baptism. How many years? Was God orchestrating the details of her life and waiting for moments to speak a word here and to reveal something there and to move here in her life and lead her to the point to where finally he knew that she would listen and that word comes across on the television. How many times has she heard him preach before? But in that moment, here came the word and it hit her heart and it's like God going, up, up, now, now, now. And her eyes opened and her ears opened and she knew her need. And then she walks in and she knows now because of that little moment walking in the door with Lynn and Sue there, she knows God is in the detail of my life. He's in the detail. And some days it feels like he's nowhere and I'm nowhere, but God's in the detail. He's working He's all about revealing himself to us. If only we were about the same thing. That's the problem. We think life is about something else. No, it's about God revealing himself to you. So, open your heart. Because the next thing that happens is that God reveals himself through you. Here's the big reveal. The big reveal is that God is not just revealing himself to you. The big reveal is that after he reveals himself to you and in you, he now will reveal himself through you. You don't even know it's happening half the time. Sometimes you know it. Sometimes God gives you a little, a little sign, you know, you know, a little something will happen. You'll realize, Ooh, I think I just had an impact. Ooh, I just had to cross over my flesh and obey him and do this silly thing. And he used me in the moment. Wow. God reveals himself through you. That's the big reveal. That's why you're still here. That's why you're still breathing. It's why you got up. Everything about your life, your relationships, the way you plow through the difficulties of life. In fact, every time it gets hard, you should stop and pause and go, all right. God is in the process of revealing himself to me in some ways right now. He didn't cause all these things to happen, but he's using every detail in my life to reveal more of himself to me. It's time to go deeper because as a result of this thing, he's going to reveal himself through. I'm going to close 
with the story. There's a, this is a, I have to look up certain stories on the internet. You can't believe everything you read. And, but this came from two very reliable sources, two ministries that I'm very aware of are backing the story. I'm going to call his name Saul, but this is current. This happened this year or in the last few months. Saul is an ISIS executioner. He has been killing Christian after Christian after Christian. And while he has been slaying them, he has watched person after person after person with the opportunity to deny Christ, not do so and faithfully follow Jesus to their death. And one day he had a dream of a man in white who said, Saul, you'll understand why I'm using that name. Saul, why are you killing my people? And he began to feel disturbed about what he was doing. And one day he was about to slay another Christian. And the man said, I know you're going to kill me. But before you do, I want to give you my Bible. And he gave him his Bible. And he finished the job, but took the Bible. Started reading it. Had another dream. Man in white who was saying, come to me. Now he knew who the man in white was. And it was Jesus. And so he woke up from his dream and found a missionary. Gave his heart to Christ. God is extremely intent on his to reveal himself. We just take it for granted. We've got it in front of us all the time. He's here in our lives all the time. But we take it for granted. This is God's overwhelming drive. It's his heart to reveal who he is. When we go through difficult circumstances and it, then the light comes on, you know, that maybe I need to change, that's God working in your life. When you're in the middle of a relationship where you realize that person needs a good, a good picture of Christ, that's God trying to reveal himself through you. When, when you're waking up in the morning trying to clear the cobwebs in your mind, realize that God is trying to lead you back to his purpose in your life today. He is driven to reveal himself to you and through you. That's what he's doing. Answer that question. Go back to that truth and all other things will come into place. Let's stand up this morning. Bow your heads with me. You see, when, when we're not looking at the same detail that he's looking at, when we're not on the same mission that he's on, we're going to miss him.
So, Lord, this morning, get us back on mission. You revealing yourself through us. Lord, deliver the reveal in your people, through your people. Open our hearts to go deeper, to encounter you, to seek you out, to know you, to be your light. We praise you today, Father. Lead us into the fullness of that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Hope you see you out here grabbing some picnic together. God bless.